What is up, everybody? How you living? How you doing? What is good? Lefko, the L-E-F-K-O-E. The L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. Man. Chilling with Sims, drinking his... How many espressos you got in there? Four? Triple. 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 Triple espresso. Triple. Been not a red on. eye, not a black guy. No. It's a... It's a... Green eye. Yeah, I don't oh, know no. what the hell it is. Yeah. It's like a purple and yellow eye. How is everybody doing? Welcome on Facebook Live. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you as always for subscribing. You can get involved in the conversation on all social platforms. Just type in at Sims and Lefko and we'll get it done. Uh, I was talking about the Super Bowl again today. Right. I am so excited to go with you, man. Me too. We're going to have a blast. We are. No Minnesota on here, but I do like this game. Seattle-Dallas. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, I had a good week in bets last week. Did you? I, not bad. Oh, you made money. Well, spe- no, I did not. Oh. But I think sometimes I just do it in comparison to you. That's all that matters. I feel better. It's a two-man league. Let's take a look at the records I and know. the numbers. Oh, my gosh. I'm almost at 5,000. Here's what's incredible. Sims lost 1,320 out of a possible 1,600. He's down to nearly I went three, minus 5,000. His record in picking against the spread last week was 3-10-3. That's crazy. Left goal, on the other hand, lost 280, and his total, and my total, I'm talking the third person, comes to down 830. I still have a chance to finish even, but because I went 8-5-3, I have now also taken over the lead in the picks. Man, so my my scores were really off last week, which they were. I felt that. I mean, it's crazy. It you is. are two games under 500. Right. I am two games over 500. Right. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm coming. Canvasser, this is a producer note. I believe the last few years we have reset the totals for the playoffs, and every year Sims has freaked out. It's the dumbest I would like thing ever. This year, it's a two-man we're gonna, league. We're going to continue the... throughout the Super Bowl, right. giving Sims a chance to still catch me for the whole season. Right. So I'll I'll get a regular season hat. I'll get a division champions hat. Sims and Lefko regular season pickers. <laughs> right. But right. it doesn't. Nobody wants those hats. No, no. You can have we're it. Giving Go them ahead. away. Go ahead. Um, I don't even. I mean, there's. I don't think there's going to be. If we just go a hundred dollars a game on the playoffs, I, I'm going to be so far back it won't even matter. It's well, no, we juice it up. Do we there's juice more, it up? Yeah, there's more. We make more game. money per of game. Course, of course, okay, of course. Okay, okay. Uh, but I just want to say, ever since I flipped halfway through the year, I've been feeling good. Yeah, flipped what though? My whole strategy. Oh, well, and what was it? Uh, I stopped, I started thinking about weird stuff like momentum and teams wanting to try. And I right. started factoring in home field actually means something. Right. And I stopped looking at just the games right. and the picks. Right. But I don't know. You ready? Yes. Let's go. Let's First go. game. Saturday, there are two games. First one is <clears throat> Indy at Baltimore. This is the Indianapolis Colts who made Brock Osweiler look like Joe Montana. Joe Montana. They're 31st in offense, 30th in total ranks. The Ravens' defense is 10th. The Ravens are favored in this game by 13 and a half. Holy, holy moly. Holy, holy moly. Let me break this game down for some statistics. Ravens are ninth in the NFL at sacks per pass attempt. They're a good team at getting after the quarterback, and the Colts have allowed the most sacks in the NFL. In their last three home games, the Ravens have eight sacks, six interceptions, and two forced fumbles recovered. Two fumbles recovered. So think about what they're doing. They've also, in those three home games, scored 107 points. 
Remember, they beat the crap out of the Miami Dolphins. They beat the crap out of the Detroit Lions. They've been a good home team as of late. And their offense in those three games, Joe Flacco has only been sacked one time. Colts are 1-6 on the road. In the words of our friend Michael Lombardi, they are a 50-minute team. They fall apart in the last 10 minutes. Yep. I think that will also fall apart in the last few games. I like the Ravens here, even with the big points. Lay in the wood, $100. Baltimore Ravens, they also have something to play for. Send the Raven. Jacoby Brissett is done. <laughs> Baltimore, $100. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I didn't have the guts to quite go that strong. I'm going uh, Colts for $10, okay? I picked, <laughs> I picked the Baltimore uh, I, I picked Baltimore to win the game 27-17. I just still am not going to sit here and go, I don't know, there's something with that spread, that number, I can't do it. I just couldn't do it. I can't trust Baltimore in that setting. So. I tried something this time where right. I wrote down what I thought the spread should be, right. and I looked at it, right. and I actually had Ravens minus 12, right. which is exactly what you had. Right. But I still thought I about ra- it. I have 10, 10, 27, I, 17. I just, I think that, I don't know if Alex Collins is going to go off because the Colts are a little bit bigger than everyone Mm -hmm. gives them credit for. I just you've been hyping me up on Joe Flacco lately. Yeah, he's been throwing great. And I think it's a it's a it's a team that has like a reason to play versus a team that doesn't. Right. There's no doubt about that. That's certainly something there. Uh, The one thing I respect about Baltimore is, I mean, in Baltimore is the the Colts. I should say, is. I don't watch their games and ever think they just fold the tent. And Chuck Pagano, having had the history against the Baltimore Ravens, he coached there. Uh, I just had a hard time thinking that Baltimore would win by more than 13 and a half. So that's why I didn't have the guts. But now you've given me something to root for. Good. Uh, Christopher Olson says, you just wanted to hear the horsey noise. No. Uh, Who would you take, though, a Raven or a Colt? Well, I mean... I think a raven would just hang out on the back of a colt and be like pecking his back, pecking his back. You got any bugs there? Let the, me wait oh, to you see think the they'd small birds. Yeah, I don't. Think, I think he'd be like, what "Hey, this is cool." Fight. Yeah, if they had a the fight, colt gets one bite. He's about clipping a wing. One kick, it's done. Yeah, yeah. But the raven pokes out an eye. The raven can fly. It's kind of tough. Flight. Yes. You know who else can fly? Let's go to the next game. Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) They've been flying under Case Keenum. Look at that. The Vikings are eighth in offense, second in defense. They are playing at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, the greatest quarterback that we have ever seen, is now done for the year. Yes. And it is Brett Hundley and the Green Bay Packers. When I first saw this line, I went, man, that's a lot of points for a divisional game at an opponent. Right. Especially Lambeau Field. Right. And there's a lot of people probably going, it's Case Keenum and Lambeau Field. The story time's going to end soon. The Vikings want to win on a national stage. Mm -hmm. And what we saw on Sunday that I thought really interested me was a changing of the guard of a division. When the Rams took the division from the Seahawks, they wanted to beat the crap out of them because for years they were second, third, or fourth place. Right. I think we're going to have the same thing here. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings are facing the Packers, and they're going all of those. Even when Aaron Rodgers went down, yeah. people were like, who cares about the North anymore? Right. <clears throat> they want respect. Anthony Barr has been getting hate mail from Packers fans for weeks I'm sure. about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He's ready to exact his revenge. Right. I am a little bit worried that Devontae Adams is in concussion protocol and Nick Perry, Clay Matthews, and Jari Evans mispracticed yesterday. But... Riley Reef, oh no, that, that helps me more with Minnesota. Riley Reef is back, and the Minnesota offensive line might be together mm-hmm. for the first time in two months. Brett Hundley is one in three at Lambeau, and the only win was an ugly one against Tampa Bay. 
Minnesota minus 10. I am laying the wood. One of my big bets of the week, $300 on Saturday night football. I think Minnesota makes a statement, and it puts to rest the Green Bay Packers for good, even though they're already eliminated. I think it's an emotional win for the Vikings. Yeah, um, I- I'm with you in a lot of ways there. I really am. I-, I-, I look at it like this. I mean, Green Bay's offense hasn't been able to move the ball on the Minnesota Vikings the last few years with Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. So what makes you think now Brett Hundley, who came out of the game, now getting thrown back into it, in a game that means nothing for the Green Bay Packers, officially eliminated this week on Sunday. So you may be laying the wood, but I'm laying the mother effing steel on wow. this one, okay? Wow. Oh, call the ships and we will land on Green Bay. If you were actually... Who wins that fight, a Viking or a Packer? Oh, come on. Vikings are, in my mind, some of the scariest human beings that have ever walked the earth. They didn't shower. They didn't shave. They treated everybody like crap. I'm part Viking. Yeah, I know. So hold on. If you were actually a Nordic, <laughs> yeah, I know. if you were actually a Nordic Viking, right. and you were inspiring Vikings to siege Lambeau Field, how would you speak to your troops? Oh, what how, would your speech uh, be? I would go, <laughs> fellow Vikings, we have been abused by this yellow and green team for years. Let's attack with our dragons. How to train a dragon? Vikings get it. Let's attack. On the Green Bay Packers, call to my Viking ships and men on Green Bay. That's what I would do. That was really good. Thank you. What I really <laughs> appreciated was you're like, did you catch my reference there about how to train a dragon? It's a big staple in the Sims household. That oh, movie. you guys like that? Oh, uh, that's one of the best. That out was there. good. All right, I'll do a, I'll do a speech coming up next. Right. I just you are part Viking, so we had to get that out. There. I don't even know if I am. My grandmother used to say that to me. That was a line though that I actually I had at Minnesota minus ten, and they were favored by nine. Right. I just think they're going to just beat the crap out of. Them. I would think so too. And even if Minnesota's semi sleepwalking a little bit early in the game, I just don't know if there's enough there without Devontae Adams, who I believe is officially out. Okay. I think they even it happened like right before we came in here. Oh, it's he's official. officially out. It's official. Damn. So that scares me. He was me. the one receiver that I thought was athletic. And, well, I don't want to talk shit about Jordy. Jordy is very athletic. No, yeah, but I, he's their best receiver. At this point yes. in, the, in, the, in all their careers, Devontae Adams is the he's the best weapon on that offense now with no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So that's a big blow. Uh, that, of course, allows... Also, how deflating is it when you, in essence, put him on IR, you're telling the team we're done for the year? No doubt. And they were done on Monday night as soon as Atlanta won. Yeah. So they're officially done. If Minnesota something- wins, do they get a bye? I believe they do. So, or they they have, they have but a lot they still to have a chance it. to be home field advantage too. So they got nothing to sleepwalk oh, on. Uh, yeah, and I just look at that defense against that Green Bay offense. I don't see it happening. Riley Reef. I know he played a little last week. Like he, he was played, back. but yeah. then, I don't know what happened. I think like Keenum fell on his leg or whatever. But regardless, yeah, I, I think a lot of that Minnesota offense. And, and there, I are, think, there are some teams that yes. play really well on the road, and Minnesota is one of them. 28-13 Vikings, that's what I picked. Yeah. All right, so we're on there. Both. Yeah. I wish I could make that a left-go lock, right. but it's a Saturday game. Let's go quick on this one because there's a lot of games that's with stupid. no teams. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Detroit has something to play for, but Detroit is 8-6. and six. The Bengals are out. The Bengals still have the worst offense in football statistically. Detroit's defense, not that good, but they are favored by four and a half. I'm just looking at my bets here. Uh, this is a game that I actually go, oh, this could be scary. Now, yeah. the Bengals, the last two games, yeah. have lost to Chicago and Minnesota by a combined score of 67-14. to 14. 
Darius Slay versus A.J. Green, a reason to watch that game. Uh, Detroit, the reason I keep getting scared is Travis Swanson and T.J. Lang keep missing practice. Mm -hmm. They keep being out. Uh, Vontez Burfecht did miss practice, but Joe Mixon could be back, and so will George Iloka, and so will Drake Kirkpatrick. And I look at Cincinnati, and I look at Detroit, and I go, they're athletic enough to be all over those underneath routes. The Lions are 5-2 and on the road. The Bengals only three wins at home. Colts, Browns, and that one Bills game. Uh, I I'd like Detroit here, but I'm only doing ten dollars yeah. because I could see Cincinnati's athleticism equaling out <laughs> the Detroit offense. Yeah, you took Detroit. Yeah, but I only put ten dollars yeah, on it. I, I think know. they're the better team, but it's just totally. I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm going Bengals for ten dollars. Okay. Meow, meow. Watch out, little lion. Do you feed your cats milk? That's disrespectful to Bengals. I think that's racist towards Bengals, actually. actually. I that's actually, racist. I think we need quality control on I actually that. think it's more offensive that you call them the Bengals and not the Bengals. Oh. Uh, but do you feed your cats milk? Uh, one of our, I've been told that gives them diarrhea. I, it doesn't. It's because one of our younger ones who got hit by the car and the eye popped, popped out up. right, and all that, he likes, when I have cereal, he is in my face. Uh, Do you let him lick it? I well, I, no, I pour, I'll pour it on the the table, and then he'll lick it on the the table. Nice. Um, Do we need to break down this game? No, but I, I think the same concerns with you. I'm picking Detroit to win the game, 27-24. It's in Cincinnati. Okay, Cincinnati's laid two eggs the last two weeks. Got totally embarrassed. I, I do think they have enough guys with the guys up. coming back to be healthy. Marvin Marvin Lewis is not going to let his team just totally fall by the wayside here. To where I think they can give them a tough time. Detroit's defense not being dominant enough to where I think these are the type of defenses that Cincinnati can move the ball on to a degree. I think the game will be close. This is the biggest matchup. Yeah, It truly is a lion versus a tiger. Yeah. You're going to take the lion again. Well, not if it's a, like I told you, not if it's a Siberian tiger. No, but it's a Bengal tiger. So it's the orange and the black. That's a legitimate name of a tiger. Yes, I know. They can't meet with a a male. But a a lion from Detroit. So it's kind of got a rough side. Well, then he's definitely winning. Yeah. Definitely. Not even close. Can you imagine a lion streets. in Detroit? He's mean streets, you know. Made in Detroit. Smoking cigars, drinking beers. By the way, tough. completely unrelated. Yeah. I'm really excited for college football to be over because right. I'm tired of turning on the TV and hearing, oh, no, 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 win that fight tonight. Like, I'm, I hate that song. <laughs> it is bad. It's so bad. I know. I'm taking a Bengal. All right. In a fight. You're taking a Bengal in a fight? They got a big face. You don't, I don't even know. know I like the underdog. I like the undercat. Okay. Let's go. To the, <laughs> the let's go to the next game. It is the Rams at Tennessee. Rams are ten and four. They're kind of fighting for home field, but they don't really have. They don't control their own destiny. No. They just won the NFC West in an emotional game. They're favored by. Guys, I think we got it at seven, didn't Did we? It? I'll tell you for sure. We got it at seven. So it was. Okay, well, you're talking. So the the Rams, we got it at seven, so I'm taking it at seven. I got it at six and a half. Well, I got it at seven. My email, My email says email seven. The email he sent to us. Oh, it says six and a half. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. All right. All right, we're fine. I thought it was seven. I think I saw, I think it's up to seven now is the reason I was saying that. Um, Tennessee, I'm trying to find my notes here for the Rams. Um, this is actually a game that I think can be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Rams are playing East Coast 1 o'clock time. I know they've done it a little bit this year. They went down to Jacksonville and did that. I still think West Coast teams, East Coast 1 o'clock game. Last three games, the Rams have put up 109 points, and they're coming off a huge win against Seattle. The Titans 
are five and one at home, a really good home team. And as I went through all of my notes, because if you listen to episode 145, I looked at some vital statistics. Red zone offense and defense, how you protect your quarterback, how you sack the quarterback time of possession. Tennessee red zone offense and defense is eight and six. They're top ten in both. They're really good at punching it in. They got that good running game. And they're actually good at stopping people. The Rams in the red zone, 20th on offense, 25th on defense. Hmm. The Rams like to score from 30, 40 yards out. That's what they've done. I think the biggest thing in this game is Greg Zerline going down. I think this is going to be a game where the Rams are going to have to kick some field goals. I think the Titans are going to get some stops in the red zone, and I don't know how this kicker is going to be. Right. It's an interesting wrinkle. I just think Tennessee is coming off of being disgraced in a loss to Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners in a must-win game. I think they're going to be heavily motivated. I think the Rams just had their look-at-me moment. Right. I think the Rams could still pull this off, but I'm thinking six and a half is way too high. I'm going the Tennessee Titans here, and I'm putting $200 on a team that I have been disrespecting later, mm-hmm. lately, but six and a half in Tennessee just seems like way too much for me. It is way too much. Uh, I, I agree with that. I can't go that strong, though. I, I just can't trust that. I mean, that's scary. Um, but I, I look at it like this. I'm going $10 on the Titans. Okay. I'm going to keep it close. Uh, I, I do. I th- I'm picking the Rams to win the game 24 like what I'm putting out, though? Uh, what do you mean? As far you like as what? like what I'm thinking? I get what you're thinking, totally. I, th- I think this is the, the thing, too, that would this would be my big thing for you here is Minnesota wins on Saturday night. The Rams really are playing for nothing. Perfect. It's over. Exactly right. So it's over. So that, that will help saying. you the out. The Titans have so much to play It will for. help you out. But what also scares me in this is, you know, again, the Titans' run game hasn't been dominant, dominant lately. No. Marcus Mariota, as much as everybody wants to bag on other quarterbacks being careless with the football, he gets a free pass. I love this week right. that Mariota and a bunch of the players came out and said, we want to run no huddle, right. the plays are better. Yeah. Maybe that's the change. Yeah, I hear Maybe it. this is when they start changing May- the play calling. Could be. Uh, I just I gotta, wheel gets I gotta the see, I got to see it I to believe it. I, you know, I like to jump on trends before they start. Well, and, and if they do, that's that's great. But I just look at this Rams pass defense as special. Uh, these, mm. the, that's one of the biggest things. I look at and Aaron Donald and this pass rush. I, I just have a hard time thinking that Tennessee can consistently move the ball. For me to sit here and just go, oh, they're going to two hundred dollars. I get it. You might be right, uh, but I, what also scares me is, man, just the Rams. Their offensive explosive ability and the Titans. Yes, the defense is good, but. Gosh, I don't know if there's anything there to where I look at and go, okay, they'll be able to shut this down of the Rams. So that's where it gets interesting. I'm realizing this. I'm doing a bang-banger. Right. Because Minnesota is going to win big, which is going to take all the emotion out of the Rams, and then I bet on the Titans. So I'm kind of doubling down on Minnesota. I hear you. Right. You are. awesome. Yeah, what's the – how does it work out? So the Rams, if they – so they still – it doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm trying to think of their playoff because they beat the Saints head-to-head. And they're up a game on them. So they're almost a three seed no matter what. So they're really just going to be playing to get themselves going and and right and just continue to play at a high level. Yeah, I hear you. And the Titans are desperate. And the Titans are desperate, and they're at home where they've been good at home. Right. 
God, I'm feeling really smart today. Yeah. Feeling good. I wouldn't trust that with anything. Of course. Yeah. Chargers at the Jets. Probably Sims' most disappointing loss of the week last week at $800 on the Chargers at Kansas City. By the way, yeah. really good at, uh, analysis for Monday night when you said you don't know what it is, but you just think the Bucks are going to cover the spread. Yeah, it was you. I got you it from right. you. Yeah, it was, yes. you know what? I'm just going right. to start using it. <laughs> <laughs> Jets are at home. The Jets have been a good home team this year. Right. Chargers, again, East Coast 1 o'clock game, but the Chargers have done very well in those games this year when you look back. Jets are 4-3 and three at home, and there are three losses at home. Panthers game, which I think was a little fluky. Yeah. Falcons game, Catanzaro missed a field goal. And the Patriots game, where Austin Safarian Jenkins fumbled. So the Jets have been very good at home, Mm -hmm. even against good competition. Knox against the Chargers. Denzel Perryman is out. Huge. Hunter Henry is out. Mm -hmm. Big. Antonio Gates is still there. Leonard Williams, though, is in concussion protocol. Right. I'm not betting on Bryce Petty, though against the Chargers. I think Bryce Petty had his one good game. I'm betting $100 on the Chargers, minus seven. I started looking at this and I was going, this is a beautiful place for the Jets. And then I went, it's Bryce Petty. Slow your roll, realize who you're dealing with here. If it was Josh McCown, I would have bet on the Jets. Because I trust Josh McCown. Mm -hmm. I just don't think, even without Denzel Denzel Perryman, that this Jets running offense is gonna get going. And again, Chargers have something to play for. Yeah. Jets are playing for pride. Yeah, I, the, I think all those points are very just, uh, no doubt about it. And in fact, I'm going harder than that. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going Chargers $500. You burned me last week. Going again. Yeah, yeah. It's a disco party. I think... Charge. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Chargers. I can't charge. trust that. That Jets game was a, they, the Jets should have lost by 20 points at least last week against the New Orleans. When Saints. I came on Monday and right. I bad mouthed the Saints. Right. It it's the it's a weird shaped ball and it bounces weird ways. Yes. And they really got lucky in that game against the Saints. Right. And now they're coming home. They're coming home. Uh, listen, and you, I mean your points about the, you know San Diego going across the West the West Coast, East Coast. Yes, yeah, sorry, Los Angeles. <laughs> One o'clock time change. All those things. They are real. There's no doubt about that. But I just can't put any faith into the Jets' offense for me right. to sit here and go, they're going to consistently move the ball in no. this Chargers defense. And Chargers pissed. having a little extra day of rest, playing on Saturday. They are pissed. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and, again, you know, the Chargers, uh, as much as I like some of the things the Jets do, I think the Chargers, you know, for the most part, if Rivers can just be smart and not mm. get too aggressive, they'll, they, they should be able to do, move the ball a lot like the Saints did last week, which was, you know, run the ball here and there, but they're going to find ways to just consistently move the ball in the passing game as well. I mean, the Jets are good in the secondary, but they don't have shutdown corners. Uh, that's where I like it. And, yeah, I just have no faith in the Bryce Petty offense to sit here and go, oh, they're going to consistently move the ball in this Chargers defense. And out of all of the Legit's, mascots. What's his issue, though? We you don't know? know. Yeah, we don't know yet, right? Out of all of the mascots in the NFL, yeah. there is no worse matchup for a Jet than a lightning bolt. Oh, baby. <laughs> We don't even need to debate that one. No. You'd never heard of a, a jet knocked a lightning bolt out of the sky. That does not happen. You're done. Next one up. Has a lightning bolt actually hit a jet, though? I mean, of I don't course. actually think I've ever. Are you sure? Yeah. When? You're saying in the course, like, you got it documented on your. All right. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, isn't that what causes a lot of like big plane crashes? Is it? I don't even yeah. know. All right, speaking of plane crashes, the okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking on the Carolina Panthers. Carolina is ten and four. The Bucks are four and ten. It's an NFC South matchup. Carolina is coming off of the elimination of the Packers. The Bucks are coming off a Monday night fiasco against the Falcons, in which former coach John Gruden came back and put players on the field and did a play. Carolina is four and zero at home in their last four. They've beaten Minnesota, Green Bay, Miami, and Atlanta. The Bucks are one and six on the road. This is a hell of a matchup on, on back and forth here. The Panthers are fourth best in the NFL at sacking the quarterback on a pass, and the Bucks got sacked seven times in their last road game. I would also say that they just lost J.R. Sweezy, who was like the last healthy guy on their offensive line. The Bucks defense, their last Two of their three last games, they allowed 201 rushing yards to Atlanta and 199 rushing yards against Green Bay. Yeah. The only thing that scares me is that Thomas Davis is not going to be playing because he's on suspension. Right. And sometimes when you lose one of those linebackers of the Panthers in the middle, it could be big. They'll be all right. But I am still going. This is my biggest bet of the week. Wow. $330 on the Carolina Panthers. Oh. Um, I look at Carolina. They're still fighting for their playoff lives. I just think Jameis Winston, just like Bryce Petty, had his best game of the year last year, and it was at home, and it was on Monday night, and it's short rest, and they still lost the game. So even in his best effort, all of that's gone. They go to Carolina. Carolina has been on a little homestand. They're getting really comfortable, Mm -hmm. and it's Jameis, and they lost to the Bucs last year, and they're going to want to knock the crap out of them. I just think this is one where the Panthers put it all together. You said, wow. I, I just feel like you, you've bet all your money already, and we're not even halfway through the show. I, mean, it's I still got more. It's 500. It's Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, like Jerry Jones. I got um, money all over the place. I, I, I'm going $10 on the Panthers as well. Um, I think the thing I look at, I just can't, I can't go bet a lot of money. I just don't trust them to win by more than 10. I think that's the thing that scares me. I still am scared by the Carolina pass defense. I mean, that is a real issue. You know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I understand last week he threw three interceptions, but he also threw three touchdown passes and missed some other people that were open, but it was his first game back in nine weeks. So I think that's what scares me to just put money on it. Uh, I do think Carolina wins the game. There's no doubt about that. I picked it to be a push, 31-21, but I'm going to go $10 on the Panthers because I do think if it goes anywhere, it goes that way. Uh, I I guess the other thing, too, is, you know, again – I expect Carolina to have their way. They are running the ball with, I mean, what do I want to say, great play design and confidence lately. Uh, But when I feel like, you know, again, I guess I don't have the the confidence that their offense is explosive enough in the pass game to just blow teams out. So that's what scares me. Tell me if I was wrong in this. My thought was that you need to be patient against the Panthers' defense because it's a zone. And you find the holes, and if those holes are there, you can really beat them up. Because my thought was, I don't think Jameis has the patience. Falcons were nice because they found some good one-on-one deep matchups. And let's be honest, the grass was all over the place. And yeah. they kind of had bad footing. Sure. What do you think, though, about Jameis versus a zone? 
Uh, Jameis, you mean Jameis versus his own? You're talking yeah. about that side? Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be any issue. I, you don't? I, no, I don't. You I, think I, he I still can do have there's well. issues with the, the big thing is with the, the one of the first points you made is going to be can they protect him? That'll be the big thing. They're going to be able to throw the ball in Carolina. Okay. I, I, I don't doubt that one bit. Um, now, whether he makes the big mistake or he's under pressure and tries to fit a ball in this, yeah. that's, that'll be the difference of the game of whether it's 10 points or not. Yeah. That's what just scares me, so that's why I want to I just dollars. thought there was so many instances in that Atlanta game where they had the sack and Jameis got away and made a huge play, and I just haven't seen him do that all year. Yeah. I think last week was the outlier, not the norm. Uh, you know, a lot of – that's just my biggest issue with Carolina. I mean, when they play good offenses – Everybody throws the ball on them. Everybody. I mean, I don't think Tampa Bay is a good offense. Well, they still got weapons, and they can. Yeah, they're man. not going to just steamroll them every pass play. So that's where yeah. I just look at. It. That's where it scares me. Yeah. yeah. I think the Bucks are trash. Okay. Dirk Cutter. Yeah. Blech. If a Buccaneer is ashore and a Panther is charging at him, so it's like the Buccaneer washes up Treasure Island, right? And then there's like a Black Panther, and he's like looking through the leaves, right. And he starts charging. The Buccaneer has a musket. He's got a big sword, isn't he? You think he's going to get that swipe in? Yeah, he is. I mean, if I'm wearing the eye patch and the hat, I'm winning. No, no, no. What Do you know about? why pirates wore an eye patch? Um, Not because they lost their eye. No, why? They wore it so that when they went under the hull of the ship, right. they could lift it up, and this eye would already be uh, like um, attuned to the darkness so that they could see and not get surprised in the hull of the ship. What? Okay. That's I did good not stuff, know that. right? It's good stuff, yes. You're not, you're not just learning about football picks here, people. All right, we agreed on three identical picks. We're going to break down these picks, but they were Denver and but Washington. The, people are telling me you're wrong about the lightning in the plains, though. They're engineered to withstand the lightning. I'm being told this by... I don't believe that. Uh, so you're totally we wrong. We both put $10 on Denver at Washington. Yeah. We both put $10 Atlanta covering the five and a half in, uh, at New, in- uh, New Orleans. And we both put $200 on the Dolphins plus 11 at Kansas City. Yeah. Denver, Washington, I'm going to keep it tight because I don't think that one needs a lot. Uh, I just think that Denver's defense uh, still has some weapons. Washington's a good home team. Trent Williams could be out. I just thought that the three and a half was too big. Uh, same thing. I, I'm picking Denver to win the football game. I, I could see that. 19-17, I just went that way. Uh, yeah, it does scare me. That Denver defense is still real. I mean, uh, the, the, the Redskins defense has not been good lately. No. I just think Osweiler might be able to make a few plays. The defense might make a few plays. What was our other game we were going to talk about there? Atlanta, New Orleans. So yeah. we both picked Atlanta plus five and a half. I actually predicted New Orleans to win by five. Right. Um, I, that's why I only put $10 on it. The Saints offensive line is banged up. Larry Warford is likely to be out. I oh, don't know okay. if Andrus Pete is going to be back. Right. But I know if he's back, they might have to put him to where Larry Warford's playing. Right. It's a lot of different mm-hmm. shifts. Uh, the DBs are healthy, though, for New Orleans, which yeah. is really good. Yep. Atlanta, though, is 5-2 and two on the road. The Saints, though, 6-1 and one at home, and that only loss... New England Patriots early on in the year. I think what's interesting is Atlanta is a team that scores early. Uh, In their last three games, think about this. They scored 24 points. 17 of that happened in the first half. They scored 34 points. 24 of that in the first half. 17 points, 10 of that in the first half. So they're scoring like two-thirds of their points in the first half. And New Orleans is a team that can do that too. 
I just think you need to build a lead if you're Atlanta. I just think five and a half is too much. I think this is a coming down to a field goal type of game. Yeah, that, that was basically what I thought, too. I picked New Orleans to win the game 24-21. Uh, I do think New Orleans is equipped to beat Atlanta. I really do. Last, last time they played, it was a Thursday night football game. The Saints have been on a long stretch of winning games. It had to come to an end at, a t- at some point. Uh, but, yeah, I think the thing that's also I look at, you know, with Atlanta, like, they are. They're front runners because what happens is they get on the field – and teams are like, they're a little shocked. I mean, they get through like a, you know, all their game plan plays get out there, right? Steve Sarkeesian throws everything at you that he's done in his preparation for the week in the first half. But teams get a feel as the game goes on. They get a feel for their overwhelming team speed. And then they go, okay, they've attacked us like this in the first quarter and a half. And then it becomes, damn, yeah. we can't move the yeah, ball. they can't adjust. And that is an issue, certainly. And I, I still, I think, look at the Saints. I think the Saints are phenomenal on the offensive side of the ball. Yes. You know, I'm not overly concerned about the injuries and how it plays this week on the offensive line. I still think they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, I, I really love the things they do in the screen game. They keep you honest. They are going to be able to eliminate, I think, the Falcons' team speed on defense. Right. But, you know, I'm still not going to sit here and say that the Saints' defense is legit. No. You know, it's again. taking a step back. They lost A.J. Klein. A.J. Klein. And then also Okafor your guy, Alex huge. Okafor. That was a huge loss. I was reading a bunch of stories right. in, the, in the New Orleans Times, Picayune, and they were talking about there's clearly a lack of pass rush on the opposite of Cam yes, Jordan. Yes, there's nothing. And Matt Ho- Ryan with some time. Is not the same guy. Yes. Uh, you know, what's our? does anybody know what our what's our injury update with Hendrickson and the kid 91 on the play same? last game. I know he didn't. So that would be another guy that they lose depth there. But the other reason I'll say where they have an advantage uh, over the first matchup is Marshawn Lattimore, if you remember, on that Thursday night game, he was on an island against Julio Jones. That was the first game he had played in like three weeks. And he was sitting over there sucking on the oxygen yeah. mask. I think he'll be a different guy, yeah. a little bit more game ready to at least do a better job on Julio this game. Uh, the other thing I thought is for New Orleans to come back and win that last game by like 12 yeah. uh, with like the late Mark Ingram run, I thought that it covered I, – I think sometimes – you want to win closer to motivate you for the next game. Right. I think the Saints are still riding high. I do I do put that into it, just like a motion well, of a comfort so, of a win. Wait, wait, what do you mean, last week when they beat they, the Jets? They ended up winning, and it looked a lot bigger than it actually felt. Oh, right, right. I don't think that was actually how it went. Right. The last game is Miami-Kansas City. We both went $200 on Miami plus 11. The Dolphins are 0-4 in their last four road games, and they've lost by a combined 90 points to Buffalo, New England, Carolina, and Baltimore. My, my, the big thing I wrote down is, will Kansas City get the big play versus Miami? Because that's what it comes down to for Kansas City all the time. Buffalo, New England, Carolina. Who did you say? Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, so you got to remember. Good teams. Man, none of them had Jay Cutler except last week where they lost by eight. So yes. that's a different thing. Miami is 27th in sacks per pass attempt and 32nd in the red zone. Uh, I just look at Kansas City's defense, and I think we got the really emotional performance against uh, the Oakland Raiders. And I, I, you may have heard me in the hallway. I think Kenyon Drake has a huge game. I think underneath for Kansas City has where they've been very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think when you really think about that Chargers game, Melvin Gordon had a big game. He did. And he was really just cranking out some big yards, and then Phillip Rivers threw some dumb passes. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Adam Gase came out here and he was the one coach of a team that's not in it that said, oh, no, they have something to play for. Yeah. They're jobs. jobs yeah, right. And so Adam Gase has found a way to motivate his teams, even when they were out of it last year yep. towards the end. Well, no, they were making they a playoff, playoff push. Right. But he finds a way to motivate them with their jobs. Yeah. I think 11 is just too much for Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, I think that's all there is to it. It's too, much, too many points. I still think that the Dolphins have some things on their team that match up well with the Kansas City Chiefs. And Gase is a curmudgeon. He's just not going to let his team fall asleep at the wheel here just because because they're not playing for anything anymore. Uh, you know, Sue, I know he's banged up a little bit. There's some, you know, they're, they're a little banged up on the defensive side of the ball. But I still like what, you know, I, I really like actually what the Dolphins have been doing on defense. You, you said they look good against Buffalo. They did. I mean, it was three, three or four plays that were really the difference in the game that Tyrod Taylor made scrambling around, McCoy, Charles Clay. A uh, few bounces of the ball went the wrong way for them, too. And, and I do look at it and go, you know, yeah, their offense, I still think there's something there to, for them to be able to move the ball in Kansas City. I'm not sold that Kansas, City, Kansas City's defense is fixed. The thing I do like about Kansas City, though, is they are disguising coverages. They're changing up coverages. They're rushing three and dropping eight and doing little combination coverages like that. Darrell Rivas has been good, too, but 11 points is just way too much way for Way too me. much, yeah. Buffalo at New England. New England is still fighting for uh, home field advantage. They, are, they have the driver's seat for the number one seed. Uh, their defense is finally down to 29th in the NFL. Whoa. Uh, they are favored by 12 points. Um, Buffalo is fighting for a playoff spot, and they're probably looking for revenge on that Gronk hit. Yeah. Um, Rex Burkhead is out for New England, and the reason that I didn't go big on this is no Allen Branch, and listening to you yesterday mm-hmm. really scares me. Yeah. Allen Branch was the premier run stopper for the New England Patriots. He kind of comes around this time of year, and yep. he's going to be out for the next few weeks, and they're very shallow on that defensive line for New England. And look, LaShawn McCoy, Charles Clay, and Tyrod Taylor, you called them the three musketeers yeah. in your notes. Yeah. That's their formula. Uh, I went $10 on New England. I usually go really big on New England, but I don't know. Buffalo did win in New England last year. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's just, I don't know. Something's weird. Yeah, it's thir- I- I'm, going, uh, I'm going $10 on the Bills, actually. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, <sighs> but it's 31. I'm going 31-20 uh, New England. I just thought 12 points was a little much. I just think in my general thinking is huge win in Pittsburgh, on the road, feeling good about yourself, Buffalo desperate, coming into town, not going to like, like you said, the way they lost the last game uh, where they really hung tough with the Patriots in a lot Tom of ways, Brady's did some good things. Nap. Yeah, Brady had the meltdown on the sidelines. Gronkowski with the cheap shot. Right. He just lost his trainer. I, I just think there's a lot of things there just from the human element to make me think that Buffalo can hang in there, make this close. Like you said, no Allen branch that's an issue and and I'll and I'll say this too I, I you know Brady and the New England pass offense has not been great lately I mean it, it's it's been very inconsistent I mean even last week the last two drives of the game last week I think kind of changed everybody's mind about really what happened for the most part of the couldn't game which is where they couldn't do much right yeah. pass protection was an issue all those things now the bills don't have a great pass rush but yeah i just think they're going to keep it close in a desperation type game i think so too yeah. i just didn't feel confident betting on it cleveland at chicago they are getting ready to have a parade if cleveland goes 0-16 it will be sponsored by excedrin the cleveland browns i'm being serious that's literally it was a good brand play by excedrin Taking on the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, it's in Chicago, and they're favored by six and a half points, the Bears are. Josh Sitton could be out. Pernell McPhee just went on IR. Uh, 
Um, I know that I say it's crazy to bet on the Cleveland Browns, right. but I am putting $100 on the Cleveland Browns getting six and a half points. Yep. Flush that crap down the toilet. That is where they're going. We always make fun of the Cleveland Browns or yeah. betting on the Cleveland Browns. Right. I just think there was a lot of talk this week about the players being upset about the parade, and I know that Chicago is kind of playing for their, like playing for their pride, and Mitchell Trubisky keeps wanting to play well, but Chicago wants to run, and I think Cleveland actually is pretty good at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's scary putting money on them, but I think this is the week that maybe Cleveland gets their win, and I'm sure we could go back and do a compilation of all the times we've said that, but this is it. This is when they have to get it done. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm taking the Browns, too. I'm putting $10 on them. There's no <laughs> way I'm putting triple-digit money on this football team. But, I, I mean, all your reasoning's right. I do think that, yeah, they're, they're, these teams are really, in a lot of ways, they're very similar, right? I mean, yes. you know, young quarterbacks, good front seven, good offensive line, both can run the ball, not a lot of weapons on the outside on defense or offense. Uh but I just – I have no – I can't trust Cleveland. I can't. I mean, this game could be 23-20 yes. and Deshaun Kaiser throws a pick six, you know, with three seconds left in the game and it ends up being 30. So that's where I just get scared. I get scared of betting any money on crappy, inconsistent football teams, which I kind of look at both of these teams as like that. Yeah. I'm going Bears 23-20, though. Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy has G. been an absolute savant. Every time I watch videos of him, I get more and more excited. He is 5-0 and as a starter. Two games with the Patriots, three with the San Francisco 49ers, taking on the best team in the NFL with, in Sims' words, the 70th best quarterback, Blake Portals. Jacksonville is 10-4 against 4-10 San Francisco, and they are only four-point favorites on the road. It's truly a story of the betting public being so excited in Jimmy Garoppolo. I am just going to come out and say it. I do believe that the 49ers could be interesting. Their defensive coordinator, Robert Saleh, was the linebackers coach for Jacksonville for three years. Every year, Kyle Shanahan has faced the Seattle scheme. He is used to it. But I am taking Jacksonville $100 because I think it's very rare when you get a team that's not that good only being four-point dogs to a team that I think is one of the best teams in the NFL. They are top 10 in time of possession, red zone offense and defense, sacking the quarterback, protecting the quarterback, and they're number two in takeaways. I know that Jimmy G has been good, but when you look at the teams that he's just faced, Tennessee, not that good of a defense, not really that aggressive. Who else has he beaten? The Colts. Uh, Bears. The Bears. Right. <clears throat> or, yeah. and the Giants, no, that was not him. That was uh, C.J. Beathard. Yeah. So I look at the Niners and I go, all right, Marquise Goodwin has been a revelation. All right, Jalen Ramsey. I just think Jacksonville is not. The Texans are who you're thinking the of. The Texans, right. and their defense really stinks. Yep. I look at Jacksonville, and the reason why I get excited about Jacksonville is every week, The quarterback is told he's trash and that this week they had to answer questions about how great Jimmy Garoppolo was. For the first time in like two decades, or not that long, for the first time in a long time, they win the AFC South and they're getting respect, but they spend all week hearing about how great this quarterback is. They eat quarterbacks and they spit them out. It's four points. I just think Jacksonville is much more than four points better, but I think everyone's obsessed with Jimmy G. I am too. But not against Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going $10 on the Jags, but 
You know, no, I can't put more money than that on the Jaguars. I'm going to pick the Jaguars to win the game 21-17. You know, a lot of the things you said about Kyle Shanahan facing this defense, that's what scares me. They'll, they'll have a good game plan. Uh, I do think this could be a really tough matchup for the Jacksonville defense, actually, uh, because of the run game, uh, because of the bootlegs, because of the play-action passes. It's going to take away some of the aggressiveness. Mm. I still think the Jaguars are winning the game. I'm going 21-17, so I actually picked it to be a push. Yeah. And if it goes anything the other way, I do think it would be the Jags blowing out. But, yeah, I mean, the you know my old saying, the Jimmys and the Joes are just going to be greater than the X's and O's. I think that was with, the Aristotle. With, with this, it was. I believe it was. You're right. And I believe, uh, yeah, I, I just think that's going to be too much to overcome. I mean, what does scare me, too, for Jimmy Garoppolo is the fact that they haven't been able to protect the last three weeks, no. and this is a whole different group of guys yes. coming after him. So that could lead to bad plays, mistakes. Stake, certainly. I just know Kyle Shanahan and his history has done such a great job of neutralizing over-aggressive defenses. And that's because of his run game. It's because of his bootlegs. It's because of the play action. It's hard to tee off on any one thing he does at times. So I think that's what scares me more than anything. That was my question for you yesterday. Yeah. Is Will Kyle Shanahan provide the NFL with the blueprint on how to beat the Jaguars by his game planning? I could see slipping out tight ends. I can see bootlegging Jimmy Garoppolo. I also wonder if the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be prepared for all of that stuff. Yeah, well, they and will. I definitely think they could be. They're, they're, they certainly will. You know what? Great offensive coordinators do, though. It's this not. Is a, a, this is low key. It, maybe the best game of the weekend. It's it's a fun. It is a fun game. I will because certainly there, be there's watching. There's a lot of other good right. matchups, but. This is a game where it's it's a star offensive coordinator right. with a quarterback that has exceeded even our super high expectations mm-hmm. against the best defense that we've seen in a very long time. Yep. It's the two teams with the longest active winning streaks in the NFL, right. and it actually means something. Yeah. Jacksonville can still get a bye. Yeah, I know. I, I, they, they definitely can. I Vic mean. Cara is freaking out in the comments section saying, do not bet the Jags, Adam. You need to stop. This is really bad. Save your money. It's only $100. I have a system of checks and balances. I cannot get killed by one game. It's what has done Sims in for the last four weeks is I create a safety net. Everything's done me in. I've done tried all those things. It doesn't really matter. I did spread it out. Then I went on fire by picking one big games, and now I've lost the big game. So it doesn't matter. I suck in betting. I suck. Who are you rooting for? Anybody that you didn't No, 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 no. (laughs) Jaguars. Jaguars, Niners. Right. Are you rooting for Kyle Shanahan yes. to upset the Jaguars? Uh, or, or are you rooting for the Jaguars? Because this is a game where... I have a man crush on the Jaguars. I know. You have, yeah. you have a man crush and you have a best friend. Yeah. I, uh, I will be rooting for the 49ers, but I really love watching the Jacksonville Jaguars. As much as people think I hate on Blake Bortles, I mean... I'm not so sure I'm not going to still pick the Jacksonville you Jaguars to the win first, the Super Bowl. I mean, that's how... You good were it. the first analyst that I've heard that said that the Jaguars can go up to New England and beat them. You're the yeah. first one that said they had the best team in the league. You're the first one that said they're a legitimate Super Bowl champion. Yeah. You're the second one on this set, because Malik Jackson told us before the year, <laughs> which is right. still freaking incredible, right. even though it was completely like, whatever, yes. yeah, we think we're yeah. in the Super Bowl. But yeah, no, you, you've you been all over the Jags. It'll all be year. an interesting matchup. It really will. I, I just can't go bet a ton of money. I know they whooped the crap out of the Colts and the Texans, you know, two of the last three weeks. Uh, you know, but I, I guess things like, you know, the game being 12 to 7 in Cleveland with a minute left yes. it scares me. They so have I not been that good it. on the road. No. no. So that's what scares me. Uh, Seattle at Dallas. The Seattle Seahawks uh, officially had their manhood ripped away in the NFC West title as well. They're 8 and 6. They're still in the playoff hunt. But guess what? 
So are the Dallas freaking Cowboys, who have now, have they won three in a row? They have won, let's see, they beat the Giants. They won last week. I just can't remember the who Raiders. they played the week before that. But yeah. They had uh, a big offensive showing three weeks ago as well. Three in a row, Redskins. Washington Redskins. Right. And do you hear that noise? No, I don't hear it. Zeke. Zeke what was that? What back. the hell was that? I forgot a what whistle? Omar whistled in the wire when he was coming back, when it was Omar coming, so I just began whistling, <laughs> and then I was like, people aren't going to know what this is, so I need to do Zeke. That was my explanation. <laughs> I have been so high on Dallas these last few weeks, and I've been doing really well. Really annoying that they only got a push against Oakland because they were far and away oh, the better team. Only a push? Damn. Only a push. Yeah. Uh, I think that Dallas wins this game, and I think they actually kind of win it handily. And I know it's in Seattle, and a lot of people are like, I think Seattle's going to make a game out of it. It's in Dallas. Perfect. Even better. (laughs) Damn it. $100 on Dallas. I think that last week Todd Gurley ran away and they put it up on them. I think this week Dallas just goes in there and just starts punching them in the face repetitively. You talked about it. Some new guys on Dallas's defense, which yeah. has given them a lot of pop. Right. Sean Lee is still there. Yeah. Tyron Smith might not play, which is a little bit scary. Sorry, he's, I, he's very average even if he does play right now. Demarcus Lawrence is going to eat up Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I just I really like Dallas in that matchup and I know that everyone's going to go Seattle's going to come back and I don't think Seattle has the juice. They got no juice. Dallas has all of the juice. They're drinking juice. I, I well, listen. I hear you. I can't bet money like that on this game. Uh, it's not, only hundred dollars. Not against the C- Seattle Seahawks. I'm going ten dollars on the Seahawks. Okay. I, I, th- I picked the game to be 28-24 Dallas Cowboys. I fully expect them to control the football game. But Dallas, they have a hard time. I mean, let's not forget this was a team that barely beat the Giants. It was 17 to 10 halfway through the fourth quarter before they broke two blown coverages by the Giants. Uh, you know, last week, Zeke like you said, back. I know. I'm just saying last week, like you said, there was a game they dominated, and they had to freaking rely on Derek Carr messing up a fumble at the end of the game to win the game. So that's what scares me about the Cowboys. But, and this is the other thing that scares me about the matchup. Dallas clearly expects them to win the football game, so I, I'm not totally against you here. And, and again, who gives a shit what I say? You're whooping my ass. Mark Briggs, okay? I never said Tyron Smith is average. I never did. I did. You said Tyron Smith? I just said it. You think he's been Would average? Would you fucking listen to me every now and then? Yes, he's been average. All you do is worry about what injury? you want to talk. No, yes. I'm reading things. No, I. the last few weeks, he has been average. That's not average when healthy. When healthy, one of the best left tackles in football. But if you watch the game against the Raiders last week, all the times Dak Prescott was under pressure was because of Tyrone Smith. Mm. He's back issue. He looks like a wooden Indian. Is, am I allowed to say that, or is that? Well, yeah. But the problem with that reference is but, people don't go into cigar stores and see the wooden Indian. I don't even know what it means. There. It's just a phrase. The wooden okay? Indian. Right. When you go into a cigar store and it's standing up okay, there, okay, great, and it's stiff as a board. All right. I'll, how about the Nutcracker? He's stiff That's too. That's good. Okay. They stand there like the Nutcracker. And they go, bar, 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 but he bar. can't bend. He can't get low. He's like this, pass protecting. Like his back is hurt, so he has an issue there. But uh, this is my last point. Russell Wilson. Has a lot of pride. We know that. Yes. The Seattle Seahawks do, too. They have never been whooped like that in the Pete Carroll era. I just have a hard time thinking they're going to come in and just go, oh, we're, you know, they're still playing for something. They can still get in the playoffs. I just I don't think they're going to get steamrolled. That would be my point. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just really high I'm on pumped Dallas. to see Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, That's what I'm excited about, too. Yeah. And I think the thing also with, with the Dallas Cowboys, 
They are the team out of all those teams. So yeah. no offense to these fan bases, whether it's Atlanta, Detroit, Seattle, or Dallas. Mm-hmm. Of those four, I want Dallas in the playoffs. Yeah. And I know I'm an Eagles fan, but Dallas in the playoffs with Zeke is a team that has a skill set that I'd really like to see. Sure. Zeke against the Vikings. Zeke against the Rams. Scary. It changes everything. It does. He, they is, can... he is one of the best players in the NFL, and I really want to see him. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Giants at Arizona. Man, this was a game that looked like it would have been a lot better earlier in the year. Oh, this is a doozy. Man, Arizona is favored by four. Uh, I'm not going to do any breakdown on this game. I'm just going to tell you that I'm picking Arizona for $10. Yeah. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Giants for $10. I I picked Arizona to win the game 23-21. Dumpster fire of two football teams. Who gives a damn? My question will be this. I saw some quotes earlier today from members of the Giants team right. that were saying that Davis Webb is the future. Don't draft a quarterback. He's a young Eli. Mm. My issue he now is, reps with the is first I team. think Eli Manning is hurting the team. What I liked about Eli Manning being benched was I thought we were going to see Davis Webb. Right. What all Giants fans told me was if they went from Eli to Davis Webb, we would have been fine with it. The issue was Geno. Right. But then they brought back Eli, and he got a standing ovation on Instagram, and it's been this parade of a farewell like he's Mamba or Jeter. And I get it. He won you two Super Bowls. It's been a big deal. But if we end this year without Davis Webb starting multiple football games, which would be this week and next week, Eli has hurt the team. Because if we go into the offseason without at least a two-game sample size, which is not even that much, of seeing how Davis Webb does, we go into an offseason where we don't know what he has. And I think that it's doing a disservice propping out Eli in these games. Did he put up 450 yards against the Eagles? Hell yeah, he did. And that should be his send-off moment. It should have been you put up 450 against the Eagles. Wow, it's like it's like Kobe putting up 60 against the Utah Jazz. I'm just looking at it now and I'm going, what is the point of playing Eli? Put Davis Webb out there. Let's see what you got. If not, you're doing this franchise a disservice. I know, but you know, it's just I mean, you make all your points are all right. I mean, it's just I know. But the, the fans can't deal with it. Um, you know, the Mannings and their political media power, and they I'm turn sure the Spagnolo, script on everybody. I'm sure Spagnolo's sitting there going, oh, they want Eli. You know what? I have a chance to be the head coach. Spagnola and the Maras and the Tishas, they're all scared. The backlash that they got for benching him. So, I mean, your points about them hurting, like he is, yes, he's hurting the team. He was hurting the team before this year. I mean, come on. We know this. I mean, he was definitely towards the 10 worst quarterbacks in football last year, and he was being paid like he was Aaron Rodgers. So you're hurting the team, like you said, with Kobe Bryant. I mean, Kobe Bryant was the highest-paid player in basketball last year, and he was like the 48th best player in basketball. That's crazy shit. Um, but I'm picking Arizona to win the game because it's in Arizona. Yeah. And that's it. That's my only reason. Look. As an Eagles fan, y'all can keep trotting out Eli Manning and go the whole offseason going. We think Davis Webb's the guy, so please. If they don't play Davis Webb, they're never going to know, and they're going to end up drafting a quarterback. Pittsburgh at Houston. Houston has devolved. Houston has a bell curve of a season. Yeah. They started off real crappy. Then the Deshaun Watson excitement was like, holy crap, they could go to the Super Bowl. And then when he got injured, the entire team fell apart. Look. 
They lost J.J. Watt. They lost Whitney Merciless. It's been, a, it's been a really rough season. Pittsburgh is coming off of an embarrassing, embarrassing end to that game. They're also missing Antonio Brown. They're favored by 9.5 points. I'm going with Pittsburgh. They're the team to play that has something to play for. I'm only doing $10. Uh, it's just Pittsburgh always plays down to their level of the opponent. I don't know what I'm going to get. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, $10. Yeah, I like the Steelers as well. Uh, I like them more than you, though. I'm going $280. Wow. Kind of making up my difference here. But, yeah, I, I just look at it like this. First of all, I have no faith in the Houston offense at all. No. I mean, who is it, Savage or Yates? Either way, it really scares me. You know, Joe Hayden maybe being back, certainly a good thing. Uh, you know, the, the way they lost last week I do think motivates their team. They get an extra day to get ready for this. I, I think this is a game where I look at the Pittsburgh Steelers where they're going to have a good offensive day. Houston Texans defense is beaten to a pulp. Uh, as long as they can stop Jadeveon Clowney, then really they should have their way in the pass game. I expect them to be able to run the ball with a little success. And more than anything, I just don't think that Houston could keep pace gotcha. uh, with them. Like I think this game could be like somewhat competitive for a while, right? Like you know, one of right. those like it's. It's 21-14, and then, you know, it's, oh, it's 28-14, and then the Texans get a three and out, and then it's just a slow death is right. what I'm saying. But I just don't know if there's enough playmakers at the end of the day on Houston, and I, I still like what I've been seeing out of Pittsburgh. I mean, I think Pittsburgh's offense is – they don't need Antonio Brown to still be special. I know he makes them more special, but the Martavis-Bryan combination as of late, you know, Juju, he'll get a bigger role. There's still plenty of weapons on this offense for me to think that they're going to be able to move the ball consistently on the Texans. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get yeah. it. I don't yeah. know why I didn't bet a lot on that game. I put a lot of money I wanted to bet a lot. I just got scared of like what you said. is one of your big bets. I know, I know. I wanted. To, I was thinking about making like the five hundred. Yeah, I got scared of that. Exactly right. Got scared of that. I got scared of Bill O'Brien. Is a, he's a tough sob, and his team is not going to give for up. His job, he whether is it's right in Houston or somewhere somewhere else, else right? So th- those are the things. Like I was at first, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make Pittsburgh my my thousand dollar bet, and then as I thought about it, I backed off a little bit. Uh, J.R. Santos asks, hey, Lefko, up, JR? turkey or ham for Christmas? I know it's tofu for Sims. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not a total vegan. So what I'll do, I don't like seafood. Christmas Eve, the wife is Italian. I, I'm not a regular eater of seafood. I don't say, I shouldn't say I don't like it. The wife will do like the whole seven fishes things because she's from Sicily. Uh, and then... I think we're doing turkey on Christmas Day. Nice. Yeah, but that's my mom's department. I have no idea. What I usually do for Christmas is Chinese food and movies. That seems to be the Jewish staple, It's huh? the move. <laughs> All y'all are at home, and we just get to roll around the city and just eat egg rolls and go watch movies. Wow. But this year, I'm going to my girlfriend's place, so I'm, whatever You're going to be doing. getting the Christmas spirit a little then. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be ho-ho-hoing. You know okay, what I mean? good. What's good. up, everybody? Hey! <laughs> Good to see you. Good, hey, great to see you, too. Uh, All right. Uh, oh, I never know what to do on Christmas when I get invited to people's houses. Because I just want to watch. I want to watch the Sixers play the Knicks at noon, and I want to watch the Eagles play the Raiders at 8.30. Well, you can do that, can't you? Yeah. Well, you know, when you're meeting the parents for the first time, yeah. you kind of got to give them attention. Well, you also got to be looking at the clock. If you want me to continue to support your girlfriend and take her, or your daughter, daughter and take you to nice restaurants, this is my job. Yeah, it is. That's what I do to everybody. Listen to this music. Oh, Philadelphia Eagles are taking on the Raiders. The line in this game is the Eagles. (laughs) 
Well, so funny. I don't know. That was just funny. It was like chi- cheesy '80s music. Yeah, play that. Can you play that again? And then it your was, your song was good. It was really good. It was. Here, I want I want I want to make my pick over music. All right, everybody. Are you waiting to get that Christmas gift? Well, do I have something for you? Eagles taking on the Raiders, 8.30 Monday night. Here's what I'm thinking. The Eagles, I don't really know. I'm going $10 on Philadelphia because I don't want to touch this game because I'm the mush and it freaks me out, but I'm definitely not betting on the Raiders. So what should you do? Go out to JCPenney. Get a pair of loafers, only $29.99, or this beautiful green cardigan, all at JCPenney. <laughs> Damn, JCPenney giving them some love here. Uh, are they still a real store anymore? Yes, they are still a real store. Um, I'm going Eagles for 10 as well. Uh, I'm picking the Eagles to get, win the game 27-17. I do pick them to cover the spread, of course. But, yeah, don't trust them. Don't trust the defense and just the fact that you've let up so many big plays as of late. I think you're clearly the better football team. There's last no question about that. Me. Yeah, well, it does. It's, it scares you. I mean, the last three weeks scare you about the Eagles the a little other, bit on the defensive side of the ball. You know what scared me with yeah. this matchup? The Raiders' best offensive performances this year are right. teams that s- typically stay in a lot of man-to-man, mm-hmm. and that's what the Eagles have been doing. And Crabtree's coming back after a suspension, and, you know, the Raiders, the best plays they had against Dallas were kind of lobbing it up and getting some pass oh, interference no calls. Doubt, yes. And that's what the Philadelphia Eagles have been doing They, they could. I think, that, And the other thing that has to be talked about, I know Donald Penn is hurting out for the year, but yeah. it's still a very big offensive line for the Raiders. The Raiders will not be overpowered by your great defensive line you have there. So that gives them another advantage as well to where I just go, they might be able to stay in the game and scare me off from betting big money. Yeah, it's, you know. That's the thing about the Philadelphia Eagles is they're still a good team, yeah. but I feel like now they're very susceptible to some big plays. Yeah, I think they'll get a straight. Hey, one thing I'll say, don't panic, okay? Teams, all good teams yes. go through little periods in the season where, okay, we've messed up a few plays, we're not on the details, we might have not physically played our best this week. You guys have kind of gone through that stretch the last few weeks. I do think you'll button it up and get right. it going in the right direction. I hope again. so. Tyler Barnes says, why the hell do you guys take these huge spreads? It's called a teaser. Move the Steelers to minus two. We don't have that. We are raw. We are from the streets. I did and think we about only bet on though. the real line. I did think I was like, damn, I'm betting on all the big lines. I must be a sucker. Is that I don't does? like the big lines. Right. The only lines that we like. I suck at picking games. All right, so what spreads. were your big bets? Uh, my big bets big are bets. the Chargers for five hundred dollars. You bet five hundred dollars on the Chargers. Five hundred dollars on the Vikings against the Jets. Yes. You bet five hundred dollars on the Vikings Saturday night yep. against the Packers. Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. Two hundred dollars on the Dolphins in Kansas City. Two hundred dollars on the Dolphins plus eleven right. against Kansas City. And then two eighty on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two eighty on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. I went one hundred on Baltimore. I went three hundred on Minnesota. 200 on Tennessee, right. uh, 200 on Miami plus 11, 330 on Carolina minus yeah. 10 against um, the Tampa Bay Bucks, 100 on the Browns. Damn, that one looks stupid now. 100 <laughs> on Jacksonville, 100 on Dallas against Seattle. So I'm thinking, Damn. yeah, I space it out. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to do for my left co locks for Sunday. I'm going to do the Chargers, right. minus seven against the Jets. Okay. I think I'm going to do Tennessee. That's one of my good-feeling bets, plus six and a half. Gotcha. I'm going to do Miami, I think. I'm definitely going to do Carolina, minus ten. So definitely three. I'm going to do Tennessee, Chargers, and Carolina because I trust those teams. Do I have enough cojones to do the Jaguars? Nah. The Browns. 
That would be a really cojones Oh, my gosh. I don't know. So the question is, do I do Miami plus 11 or Dallas minus 5? And I think I'm going to do Miami plus 11. Okay. I think that's a huge spread, right? I think so, too. Yes, I do. So then my left co-locks are going to be Tennessee, Miami, Carolina, and um, L.A. Two favorites, two dogs. I like that. That's good. Good. That feels nice. Good. I'm glad you feel good about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Guaranteed to lose. Five teams that Chris Sims are guaranteeing will lose on this weekend. And the first one is Saturday. Saturday. They had their team taken from them. Oh, step right up, you Indianapolis Colts. You used to you used to live in Baltimore. You used to play in Baltimore. The Ravens stole your city, and they're going to steal this game. Sorry, Indianapolis. You're a loser. I guarantee it. See you next week. You know, there's one guy that you never bet against. His name is Aaron Rodgers. Right. When he's not there. When he's not there. You're guaranteed. Bet on the other team, okay? Call the Vikings. Vikings going to dominate the Packers. No Rodgers playoff season done for Green Bay. Minnesota fighting for home field advantage still. Not out of this thing. And they're better. So, sorry, Green Bay. See you next year. Third team guaranteed to lose. It's time to walk the plank. Oh, yo, gosh. Ho, yo, ho, ho. The, the Pirates are going for lose. me. Yes, they are. They are going to lose. They're going to see a Panther and just get totally shredded to pieces by their big claws. And Cam Newton, he's going to have conversations with the defense of the line and go, what are you playing? It doesn't matter. You guys suck. I'm the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. We're going to score anyways. Buck's going to lose. Guarantee it. Lefko's mama says you're going to lose. Lose, she did, actually. Yes. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. The Dunka. The Dunka. Gonna lose. You know why? I mean, freaking Patriots got muskets. You can't win in that. And it's Tommy Brady at home. He never loses. Sorry, Buffalo. See you next year. Guaranteed to lose. You know why? Because I said so. It's my freaking segment. So fucking deal with it. This is. Say this that? is. I think. I think you're gonna go five and zero oh this you week. You think I'm gonna go five and zero? Oh? All right. Here cares. we go. Yeah. And your last one. Yes. I am the Oracle. I think the Texans will lose on Christmas Day. Amen. Texans lose to the Steelers. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Sorry, Merry Christmas, Texans. Have a good meal after the game. That was awesome. And that was guaranteed to lose. Here is a recap. I actually like all of your picks here. Oh, thank you. Colts, Packers, Bucks, Bills, and Texans. Three road teams, two home teams. And what do you know? The woman that guaranteed the the Panthers over the Bucks, Sharon Lefko, is watching. What's up, Sharon? How are you? Just Sharon and your family, you guys are just going to root for me to lose every game this week. Thanks, Lefko yes. family. You guys are great. Thanks for the support system. Yeah. To all the people that were asking fantasy questions in the comments, I'm sorry. Uh, that is not kind of what we do here. Uh, we need to next season. Maybe we need to answer a few questions. All right. So put in, a, put in a, count, a fantasy question, but we do need to get off because there is a show coming up right after this. Canvasser, it is the college footballs. College football, we are getting ready for bowl games. Even though I do hate that song, I am excited for a number of these games. Mm -hmm. USC, Ohio State, the playoffs will obviously be great. Saquon Barkley against Washington's defense. This is when we kind of start scouting for the draft. But Matt Miller and Steve Steve Nelson and Mike Felder, they've been paying attention all year long. So join them coming up on Facebook Live. For everyone listening to the podcast, we love you guys. Thanks for subscribing. Hit us up on social at Sims and Lefko. We are getting ready for our Super Bowl push. Coming up after 16 is guess what? 
week 17. Whoa, whoa, big season for Sims. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Peace out, homies. That's awesome. Fendrick would say goodnight, everyone. And the L-E-F-K-O-E man says also happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Don't upstage me on this show. (laughs) Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Be well.